Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Cosmos, Cosmos Space-Time Odyssey, and Cosmos Possible Worlds. Cosmos Possible Worlds Episode 10, titled A Tale of Two Atoms. Alright, so this episode is decent. Uh, it's very much about the threat of nuclear war, very much a warning about how much of a danger nuclear weapons still in 2020 when this came out, but let's be honest, 2021 when I'm recording this as well, uh, are the danger that they still very much pose. Uh, I have mixed feelings about this. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson definitely does a very comprehensive history of how nuclear energy got to the point that it is at now. Uh, all the way back from, like, uranium, uranium atoms coming from a supernova, uh, traveling to Earth, all the way to, uh, Mary Curry's discovery of radium and all that, uh, and then fast forward to telling the story of the Manhattan Project and how uh, the U.S., Germany, and Russia all sort of jump-started making nuclear weapons and how we kind of got to the point of the Cold War where the nuclear arms race was happening. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson tells that story very, very well in a very compelling, very engaging way. Uh, He does a great job of underpinning and explaining exactly how horrific the fallout from a nuclear war could be. He does a good, he does a very, very good job of dealing with all this subject matter. My issue here is, and the thing that's keeping me from loving this episode is, I watched this thing, it worked well enough, but I couldn't help but think... Man, this had more weight for Sagan. This had way more weight uh, when watching the Sagan series. Like, Carl Sagan, because he was, like, in it, that came out in 1980. We were still very much in the Cold War. So the threat of nuclear war was still very much at a fever pitch. And it felt more personal. It felt more urgent. It felt more 
it felt like it had more of a punch to it. Uh, and I couldn't help but compare this to that. Like, remember uh, that scene in the finale of the 80s Cosmos where Sagan was sort of recounting his nightmare of watching Earth from afar uh, be just eradicated by nuclear war. Like, that that was, like, bone-chilling and horrifying and just heartbreaking. And here, they take more of a traditional Cosmos approach to it. And while it works, it definitely works. Like, I'm making it sound like I was mad on this episode. I actually wasn't. Uh, but, I don't know. I just kept comparing it to Sagan in my head. I just kept comparing it to that, uh, to the way Carl Sagan handled nuclear war in my head. And it's just like, it just, it just hit harder. It just hit harder, uh, as a message from the height of the Cold War. It, it just really, really stung in a much deeper way than this episode did. Not to say that, like, th- this episode didn't do a good job or anything, or even that nuclear war isn't still very much a threat. Like, it is. It, it definitely is. Uh, and I think in a show that is entirely about, entirely focused on using the science of the past and present to talk about the future... I think in that series, a full episode acting as a warning about the danger of nuclear warfare, like I think that does work. That does very, very much work. But uh, it worked better with Sagan. It worked better with Sagan. That that's that's it. That's just my little uh, sort of mushiness that like that's the thing holding me back from loving this episode i will also say i have no idea why that volcano sequence is there honestly that volcano story it's freaking cool it's really well told it's very fascinating i don't think this is the nuclear war allegory that tyson thinks it is like this feels more like an allegory for climate change I feel like they wanted to do a climate change episode with this story as part of it. Then they remembered they did a climate change episode in Space Time Odyssey and went, oh crap, we can't do that again. But they still wanted to tell the volcano story. So they just shoved it into the nuclear war episode. But the metaphor doesn't really work. The metaphor, like that sequence, it's cool in a vacuum. I love that sequence doesn't work when you plug it into the overall episode. But, I mean, look, again, I'm sounding more negative about this episode than I am. It's fine. It works. I enjoy it. It definitely accomplished what it set out to do. It is compelling. It is engaging. It does do a good job of providing a satisfying warning of the ever-present danger of nuclear war. It does do a good job of demonstrating, hey, this bad, this very, very bad. And it does a good job of putting it all in scientific and historical context. Like, it's just, the problem is twofold. That weird volcano sequence that doesn't fit the episode, even though it's great. And the fact that I could not stop thinking about Sagan. Uh, The fact that I could not stop thinking Sagan did this better. <laughs> Sagan's version hit harder on this point. I don't know. It's fine. It's a fine episode. I enjoy it. Uh, anyway, man, we only have three more episodes left. We're almost done with this thing. Uh, 
So, so close to the finish. Be prepared. It's taking every ounce of my willpower not to just sing the Lion King song after I've said be prepared. Uh, (laughs) So I'm just gonna do the outro before I make myself look even more stupid than I already am. Uh, (laughs) If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV Archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows, and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just push my button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Cosmos Possible Worlds, Episode 11. Talk to you then.